The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Good morning and assalamu alaikum. You're tuned into Inspire FM 105.1 FM. It's Friday 13th of September and the time is 10 o'clock. Uh, welcome to Mother's Planet, uh, a show where there's always something to talk about in a uh, productive and beneficial way to us hard-working mothers. Um, I'm Neelam, your host, and joining me in the studio today, I have my lovely guest, and I'm going to get their mics right, so we're on four and five. Um, uh, I have Nikki. Hello, Nikki. Hi. How are you? Good, thank you, Neela. And I have Rafina. Hello, how are you? Hi, I'm good, thank you. And how's the morning been, ladies? So far, so good. Yes, and the sun's out, so it's quite nice. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, listeners, I hope you've had a lovely week. It's been um, a bit of a hit and miss with the weather. Uh, school's on, so the rain decides to come. So it's ironic, really, because uh, every time we do the school run, and it's always home time, pick-up time, we have the rain. So um, we did have a, a bit of rain and a bit of wind, but it's Friday and the sun's beaming and it's nice. Um I've had quite uh, an emotionally unstable week because I had to bid my uh, my youngest uh, farewell to school. Um, he was up and ready, you know, mashallah, he's got on and he's just really taken it in his stride and he gets up and he gets ready and it, and it's me. <laughs> I'm struggling. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm, I'm the parent at the door that's crying while everyone else has <laughs> rushed them in and running home. So, uh, yeah, I, I think I will find something to do in my time when he's not there and I'm still trying to find my feet and life without him at home. But, it, uh, yeah, he's having a good day and that's important because yeah. um that's the main thing so listeners uh, do do contact me let me know in the studio how how you've got on did you have children starting school today or this week actually we had a few that staggered their way in through the week so we had a few extra holidays there for them so do let us know um we are live on air we are reaching out to uh, listeners in Luton and surrounding areas uh, we are also you can listen to us through the inspire fm webpage through tune in and we are live on the facebook camera so you can actually leave any comments or questions on there um any details of the show i will be posting back on that link there so um, you can make references to that Um, but as I said we are live so if you have any questions um, or you'd like to join in our discussion you can whatsapp or text in on 0779-481-822 or you can call in on the studio number 01582-481-822 um the show now is not repeated on saturdays we've got a new time so it's now going to be repeated tonight at nine o'clock so for anyone that can't catch up or hear the show today it is on repeat for nine o'clock tonight so listen out for that okay so um for always when I start my shows, I like to have um, a couple of headlines that I feel would be uh, relevant to my listeners. Um, these have been taken from the BBC online news. Um, 
The first one is signs of a slowdown, down in slowdown in new type 2 diabetes cases. So the number of cases for people that have type 2 diabetes um, could actually be stabilizing or even falling. Um, a, a study has suggested that um, uh, between the years of 2006 and um, 2014, um, a third of the population um, saw they actually saw a fall in the number of new cases, so people being diagnosed with um, type 2 uh, diabetes. Um, and uh, another third were actually showing that those that are di uh, diagnosed with type 2 diabetes are actually showing some form of stability. So there's no uproar. But um, Diabetes UK do say that the challenges of tackling obesity and unhealthy lifestyles is still the same. So um, that's the big tackle that we have there. Um, how, how do you feel about that headline, Nikki? Um, I think it's great that, that there's... Um a reduction, but I think, it, as you say, it's still an issue, isn't it, for, for many. Um, I, I suppose, like most statistics, they kind of go up and down. Yes, yes. Um, and um, this, this is, but this is a good one to get for going down. Down, yes, yes. So it's a good, it's a good sign. Um, I think you're going to be asked to bring your mic tad bit closer to you, Nikki. Just you could lower it down to yourself. I think. Uh -huh. There we okay. go. We'll have a fiddle around Better. with that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Rafina, has what's your take on that? No, I think there's um, you know really good signs um, to see the fact that you know people are taking their health seriously mm. and are actually um, being active and doing something about it. Mm. So it is quite promising. And also, I mean, I know um, my own mum's got type um, two diabetes, mm. and the thing is, um, she does go for regular health checks, and also the information that's out there now. Mm. So in the community languages as well, yes. it's so beneficial, yes. so that they can understand what. What's going on with their bodies and this, you know, and what they need to do and yeah. what precautions they need to take and everything yeah. as well. So yeah, mm. you know, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. That the now a lot of the information and literature now that's being available is actually in a multitude of languages. Of so it communicates to everyone. So yeah. no one is having to have someone translate it or tell them. And it's always good when they take the ownership on their own hands and yeah. they actually take it on board themselves. They're more inclined to actually make a change that mm. way. So that's that's. That's very true as yeah. well. Um, and the second headline is... Um the women who end up homeless after feeling violence. So government figures show that thousands of women in England are fleeing domestic abuse only to find themselves homeless. Uh, statistics actually show that one in eight cases of people that are known cases, these are, um, people end up uh, homeless. So there could be more, um, but for the st uh, statistics, and these are of people that they know that have had or seeked out for some form of help, um, end up homeless. And that's quite a high statistic, mm. one in eight. Mm. Yeah. You know, um, you were sharing a headline with me um, earlier on about um, how the statistics are showing. Sorry, Nikki, I'll let you carry on. With okay. That. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, um, in the news this morning. Yes. Um, the there is an all-time high, five-year all-time high of domestic violence wow. deaths. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, um, which is a, a pretty high statistic. Um, I do know that in London they have been closing. Um, refuges, um, mm. yeah. I don't know why, but I think obviously it's a, to do with cuts, isn't yes. it? Um, local council cuts. Mm. So, you know, if you're in that situation and you have nowhere to go, mm. 
then you're more vulnerable. Yeah. So um, it's a sad situation. Yes, I know. I mean, it, and that's probably why these these cases end up um, being homeless. Now, uh, listeners, uh, we as I said, we are live on air. You can uh, reach out to us on text or WhatsApp on oh triple seven nine four eight one eight double two. The headline that I just shared with you there is is in line with today's show as well. Uh, my two lovely ladies are from uh, Stepping Stones. Um, I will let the mic come over to them um, because. Uh, they are going to introduce themselves uh, to our listeners, formally introduce themselves as as to what it is that Stepping Stones is all about and uh, what it is that they do. So um, if you have questions, um, please do text in. Um, the ladies are more than happy to answer your questions. So if I could just start with um, you introducing yourselves to um, uh, my listeners, um, what it is that you, you do and... Um, that's it really. Okay, great. So we're from Stepping Stones Luton um, and Stepping Stones Luton is a vulnerable women and children's charity. Um, We support women and children who are experiencing a multitude of issues um, which will include domestic abuse, substance misuse, mental health issues, women who are offending and all the other issues that will surround um, uh, the, those core issues. We've been established for 11 years now. We set up originally as a community interest company by our founder, Karen Godfrey, who saw a uh, a need um, <clears throat> to provide uh, a service to women experiencing these issues. And um, alongside that, we set up a uh, nursery because one of the the problems we found is that a lot lot of the a lot of women couldn't access our services because they had young children or babies um, and as they wanted to come in where would their children go so we set up a nursery on site and this allowed them to bring their children in to be cared for while they received um, support Lovely. from us mm-hmm. we became a charity three years ago um, and uh, and that has uh, we, we've we've grown quite considerably since then, um, be, partly due to the need. We we serve probably six hundred women, approximately six hundred women a year, come into our centre uh, seeking support, um, of which about eighty percent of those experience either uh, current or historical domestic abuse. Um, or some form of substance misuse and and those other issues that that I mentioned. Um, And we provide um, a number of services for these women, which include um, one-to-one counselling, group programmes, parenting programmes, art therapy... Art therapy, that sounds good. So, yeah. uh, I mean, I will go into detail a bit more sure. about um, <clears throat> these services okay. um, because there's a lot that actually um, sound quite good. Um, I'm making notes as you're speaking. <laughs> um, uh, uh, so w- what is it, Nikki, that you um, do um, as part of Stepping Stone? Okay. So what's your fundamental role in, in the um, establishment? So I am the corporate and community fundraiser for the charity. My role is the front man. I don't mm-hmm. do the the hard stuff behind <laughs> the scenes but um my, my function is really to raise awareness of us um and to engage the community and 
local companies mm-hmm. um, to support us, but um, also to just get our name out there, um, which is obviously what we're doing here this morning, which is great. And just to, to share what we're about, um, to let people know um, what we do and, and how we do it and mm-hmm. what we need to do it um, um, and to continue to do it. So mm-hmm. that's that's my role. Mm-hmm. So you're the face of it, really. So yes. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's quite a tough role, really. So, <laughs> um, and uh, Rafina, um, mm-hmm. if you could please introduce us, yourself to the listeners. Yeah. So I'm Rafina, mm-hmm. and I'm a women's support practitioner. Okay. So my um, role is actually working as a key worker with women, vulnerable women, mm-hmm. and supporting them. Mm-hmm. Um, I am kind of office based twice a week and okay. I'm out in the community so I'm a, I'm a stepping out um, support worker which okay. means that my key areas is in central Bedfordshire okay. so I work with Houghton Regis women and Leighton Buzzard but there's four of us mm-hmm. that are in different areas so Biggles Wade, Sandy, Flittick, Ampthill so you name it the central Bedfordshire we're trying to cover That's a me. big area four of us mm-hmm. um, so the women that are actually uh, referred to us through central Bedfordshire um you know, so, so social services. When you say you're working out, sorry to interrupt there. Yeah. When you say that you're uh, stepping out of the office mm-hmm. and working out, so is it you're doing home visits or is it... No, um, based in the community. Communities. So what we okay. try to do is we try to look for venues mm-hmm. where we can actually do one-to-one support with women. Okay. So I might even pop into the local library. Okay. So I've seen women in the local library. I've gone into the coffee shops. Wow, okay. um, I work with, um, you know, organizations like the health visitors if they've got a center we can use the center um yeah doctor's surgeries so Mm -hmm. you know if they've got rooms available so what we do to go into um the gps you know and and try to support women Mm -hmm. um that way that's lovely. That's really good. So you're trying to uh, cover broader depths that way and more likely people are going to come in that way. Whereas if you go turn up to people's homes, it might be a bit invasive. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this way, at least it's quite um, on their terms. They can come in when they need to see you and how they need to see yeah. you. So it's quite nice that um, you offer that facility. Mm-hmm. And you said you have four other people, three other people, including yourself, four? Yeah, including myself, four. Mm-hmm. So there's four of us. Mm-hmm. And we... The stepping out. Yeah, we're the stepping out. Okay. But we've got um, a big team of, mm-hmm. think, of nearly 10 people that are based in um, wow. Luton office. Oh, okay. So, yeah. And th- there's vast roles um, everybody is doing within um, the organisation. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got group facilitators. Mm-hmm. You've got senior staff. Um, and you've got also the seniors um, staff that work with the bench clients. Um, and these bench clients are women that have actually are on a licence and they work with the probation services and try to get them um, a package of support, uh, you know, rehab programs, um, you know, trying to get them into work, you know, mm-hmm. education. So, so um, uh, going back to the uh, bench support mm-hmm. um, uh, service, so is that so that you are offering a service so that they can actually come back to like the real world, essentially, mm-hmm. um, in a in a paced way? Is that is yeah. that what your support service offers? That's right. Yeah. So I'm not one of the bench no, workers, yes, but yeah. yeah, that's what their aim is: try to get their um, lives back to normality. it's not normal but normality yeah yes. of course okay. the form yeah. of rehabilitation yeah okay for them. <clears throat> okay that's good okay so um uh, you talked about um, Karen uh, Godfrey found a need. Um, so is she still um, the director of the Stepping um, Stones? No, Karen um, stepped down as um, 
uh, CEO, but okay. she's now chair, okay. um, currently chair of um, of the charity. As mm-hmm. a charity, as you will know, there's a board mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. of chair and trustees. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have um, a head of services, as she's called now. Her name's Nicola Panton, mm-hmm. and she's been with us for about uh, a year. Yes, about a year now, I okay. think it is, and she's doing great. Um, so we have a structure. Yeah, as, as a, and yes. So as a normal organisation set up. So you said that Karen found a need. So what was how, what triggered off? Because I mean, I, it'd be nice to know what, how Stepping Stones came about. What was it that was being assessed as a need as such to actually create something like this? Yes. Well, she was a, um, a counsellor um, mm-hmm. and she was... Um, a substance misuse worker or d- addiction worker um, with another company. And I think one of the areas that she saw was that women couldn't access a service w- without uh, because of the chil- because of their children. And a lot mm. of women have young children and they couldn't access services. Mm. There was nowhere for their children to go. Mm-hmm. So one of the, I think that's one of the needs that she saw. She wanted to um, provide a, a centre that allowed women to come in mm-hmm. and not worry uh, mm-hmm. about where their children were going and have a free service as mm-hmm. well. So that was one of the reasons. And also I think that the programmes, she wanted to fine-tune them and bring in um, a service mm-hmm. that was dedicated to supporting uh, a purely women, women woman environment. Yes, okay. Yeah, because which is which, what Stepping Stones Luton is. Yeah, so that mm-hmm. brings me to my next question. I mean, you said that um, it's a charity, so it's uh, it's a... Uh, every service that you offer is free to the women to access it's not and this isn't a uh, government funded initiative it is a uh, charity based registered um, company so um, that's interesting to know so um, when we talk about um, support services I know you were saying you mentioned a few about the one-to-one counselling if if you could just mention a few of the uh, support services that you do offer and then we could sort of um, yeah. So um, support that we offer um, the women are like the Fre- Freedom Program, mm-hmm. which is a 10 week program for women. And it's a rolling program. So the women can drop out if they need to, mm-hmm. but they can come back into the group to complete 10 weeks. And there's one um, topic which is very important with the Freedom one. And unless you complete that, you don't really get a certificate at the end of it, okay. and which is um, the impact on children. Okay. Sometimes that is something we miss because it's the woman that's going through the abuse um, and is the vulnerable person. But yeah, the impact is also on the children as well because they could witness and everything. So it's quite important to kind of like, you know, include that part of it. That's the important part that we always say to the women, you have to complete this to get a certificate. And majority of the women have been very, very good. I mean, Mm -hmm. some women complete 10 sessions and want to come back and do another 10. So they revisit the program again because there's so much that's happened in their lives mm-hmm. um, and they want to take you know um, a good kind of you know feel and everything yeah, out of it as well yes. so yeah that that's um, a 10-week one we also do um, a trauma program onyx um, and these are the women that have actually gone through um, trauma so it can be you know sexual trauma or anything you know mm-hmm. um, domestic abuse you know horrific mm-hmm. and um, that's also a 10-week um, program and it actually all these programs actually run from our office mm-hmm. and our staff are very very skilled mm-hmm. um, in 
delivering it because they've been doing it for so many years. It's mm-hmm. just like they know it mm-hmm. with their eyes closed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we, they're, they're, these are all run from the office. So yes. People attend the um, office. That's themselves. right. Okay. Yeah. And are there crash facilities? Yeah, for we, most of them? we provide childcare. Okay. So we call it childcare. So yeah. there is um, on-site childcare. Okay. Um, so what they do is when we do a referral to, like if I was a key worker for one of these um, mm-hmm. women and she needed the freedom programme, so I would do the referral. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I would ask her, if there were children and if they needed childcare, mm-hmm. we would do the referral for the childcare facilities and everything as well. Mm-hmm. So it's on it's all on site, which mm-hmm. is kind of reassuring for the parents yeah. as well. Yes. Yeah. So it's yeah. an Ofsted um, accredited nursery oh, okay. that we have on site. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it's fantastic. We have an excellent childcare manager and excellent childcare staff. They've pretty mm-hmm. much been with us from the beginning. They're brilliant and mm-hmm. they offer such ex- excellent play and support and care. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really safe and secure environment for the children, children yeah. um, and they'll get snacks and, and a hot meal as well. Oh, You've okay. got to cook um, on site. On site as yeah. well. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and um, the classes that you have and um, the uh, courses that you run—they're all daytime. So should they have older children at school or yeah. anything like that, they can work around that. There's nothing that they—it's no. it's evening based, so it's all yeah. timed well as well. Yes, it is. We a majority of our courses start okay. around about ten o'clock in the morning, okay, and they finish about yeah. twelve or one o'clock. So mm-hmm. which uh, you know is gives uh, parents enough time to actually go back and then pick the children up from school and everything yes. yeah that's I mean in the holidays we do actually have um, they, yeah. they can bring their children in to be looked after if, okay. if there's a holiday period or or if they need to go to court for example and you know and their children can't get to school or for some reason, then wow. we will look after their children. So do you cap it at a, a specific age or is it, um, do you have a restriction or is this open to... No, I believe we're, we, we, it's predominantly zero to school age, um, mm. before mm. they start school. Mm-hmm. But on, on occasion, if we, if we, if an eight-year-old mm. or ten-year-old needs to mm. come in or 12-year-old, then it, it's, it's perfectly open mm. for them. Okay, that's good to know yeah. as well. Okay. Yeah. yeah. A couple of other services. services. Uh, We also do uh, mellow babies. Okay. So these are mums that have just had a baby and, Mm. you know, um, helping them to give them the... kind of like skills and tools um, to engage with their babies and stuff as well because we know It's really good to know because yeah. um, I was mentioning this to Nikki earlier that sometimes um, uh, when you're a first time mum um, it's quite overwhelming and mm. you feel that you don't really want to tell too many people that oh I can't cope or I don't know what I'm doing because you've wanted this baby for so long and you yeah. just now don't know how to to deal with it so we've got mellow babies yes. and so um, that runs at the centre as well yes it does and that's an opportunity for mums to bond with their babies and get to know the early stages and that's That's fantastic I think that's a really good idea to have that out because um I'm, I'm my, my eldest is 12 now so <laughs> but I would have had really benefited for something yeah. like that because I had nephews and nieces growing up and I thought I knew what babies were like but when you have your own it's a total different story it's never the same it's never yeah. the same and each child that I've had all brought a different story along with them so mm. it's been very different so that's very good so yeah. mellow babies and is there specific dates of when that runs or is that an ongoing one no it is a, a closed group okay. so um, usually the key workers will refer the mothers that they're working with um, to the facilitator who's going to be facilitating it Mm. and then they get contacted and because assessments are already Mm pre-done for them to um, enrol on the course but it is a closed course because um, 
it's intimate mm. and they want to build that kind of like a mm. rapport and relationship with other mums as well. So yeah. that's why we keep it as a closed program. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, we also provide um, counselling mm-hmm. um, to women as well. Mm. And that's also referred through like the key workers, um, you know, so we've got um, actually um, counselling placements where people also come in and want need a placement as well. So they, you know, they come to our organisation mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, we can do that. So so um, you said that you do one-to-one um, uh, counselling as well. And on a scale, I'm, I don't know how many people it mm-hmm. is that contact the uh, service, on a scale, is this actually genuinely quite feasible where you actually can offer a one-to-one support with the person where it's just you and you and their key worker yeah the child and the lady and the the key work it is i mean i'm a qualified counselor now Mm -hmm. so um i um, did my diploma Mm -hmm. and i've been working with um clients for um a year now Mm -hmm. um and there's a waiting list always yeah and we also get referrals through uh, the women's refuge Mm. so we're working quite closely with other organizations as well so who can actually refer women Mm -hmm. um, from the refuge to us as well for support Mm. and we do um, aim to um, you know provide what we can Um, but yeah um, although it's a very small waiting list that we've got um, Mm. but yeah the facilities are there, you know, the services mm. is there. Okay. Yeah. Um, and um, I interrupted Nikki earlier when she was mentioning um, art therapy. So um, just if you can just sort of explain a little bit about um, art therapy. What What is art therapy? <laughs> it just sounds you know, so interesting. <laughs> yeah, so the art therapy is a um, group which mm-hmm. used to run on a Monday afternoon mm-hmm. and the key workers would also refer their um, women into the group. Mm-hmm. So... Um, the lady that actually runs it um she does activities with the women so it could be making things and at the same time they're also sharing experiences as well Mm. so you know things that are going on maybe how they're getting on so Mm. it's a very kind of like a cozy group if you say so yeah but it it is arts and crafts okay yeah sorry i'm looking at you because i can't (laughs) believe we're actually coming into the uh, the first half of the show so listeners we are now heading towards a short break um I hope the discussion's been of benefit so far. Um, do join us after the break where we will be continuing this discussion. Um, assalamu alaikum and see you after the break. You're listening to an Inspire FM podcast, making available our popular programs from our daily broadcast on Inspire FM. Good morning and assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to Mother's Planet. It's Friday 13th of September and the time is 10.30. I'm Neelam, your host, and joining me in the studio, I have Nikki. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and I have uh, Rafina. Hello. Hi. Um, we ha- They are lo- lovely ladies. My guests are from Stepping Stones uh, today. And um, we've been discussing in the show so far about uh, Stepping Stones, which is a Luton-based charity that um, empowers women. Um, I like that motto because when I looked it up, I thought, oh, I like the way you've put that. So it empowers women through a range of uh, support services. So just before the break, uh, Rafina was very kindly going going through um, quite a range of services that they offer uh, women um, and this is running from um, women that are are struggling with their children um, uh, ranging from if they are um, 
suffering from um, domestic abuse. Um, we've had also rehabil uh, the rehab uh, processes as well, which is um, quite interesting. So um, what I did want to ask is um, take us through, walk us through as listeners, uh, a typical journey if somebody was um, uh, suffering with uh, domestic violence or abuse. Um, what's the process? So if someone was to contact the service centre, um, how, how does their call get dealt with? Okay, um, so we've got an office manager mm -hmm. um, who would then um, ask the client to either come in mm -hmm. um, to the office and she could see a key worker or um, we've got an online website where if someone wanted to do a self-referral, mm -hmm. they could do it and it's discreet. Mm -hmm. um, so it would only come into the office manager who would screen it and get this um, information put onto the system. Um, then cases are allocated to key workers okay. and then the key worker would um, contact the client and book um, a session in so that they could come into the office and sit down and find out what the needs are. Mm -hmm. um, when they do the initial assessment, um, you know, they establish um, what support the client needs um, if they need to be signposted to other professionals mm -hmm. um, then they would do that as well um, we do try to encourage women to attend at least um, one group um, and the one that we um, kind of um, do advertise more is the freedom program mm -hmm. because it is about educating them about what is going on mm -hmm. and it's not their fault mm -hmm. you know because a lot of our women do blame themselves because mm. they think that they've done something wrong yes. and that's why they're in that situation. Um, and it doesn't mean that they've got to have children. Mm. We have we, we have young women who've got no children mm. um, that access the um, support. And the age range um, in Luton, we start from 18 upwards. Wow. And in central Bedfordshire, we start from 16 upwards. Um, and I think we even have a, a woman in her late seventies. Yes, we do. On one of the programmes at the wow. moment. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so uh, all ages. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, so we hmm. also work with a number of professionals. So we work from like solicitors to um, the police, the mm -hmm. Emerald team. We work with probation. We work with the courts. Um, social services. Yeah, social services. You know. Um, so yeah, we also um, do. Um, accompany the um, women to appointments, um, even sexual health and stuff as well. So yeah. we do go to that side of it as well mm -hmm. with them um, to help them overcome some of those, uh, you know, kind of that's right. Yes. Yeah. So that they know that there is someone there. Mm -hmm. um, but if they were to phone in um, and talk to somebody, somebody would be available on the phone for them as well. Mm -hmm. And every month, the first week, Friday, mm -hmm. um, from 10 o'clock till 2 o'clock, we do coffee, cake and chat. Mm -hmm. So the women can come in. They don't have to refer themselves. So they can walk into our centre. They can come in. They can. The key workers are available that morning. Um, they can go into a separate room. They can talk yeah. about, you know. So that's the first Friday of every month. That's right. Right, okay. And yeah. that's at 10, did you say? Yeah, 10 o'clock. So that's like an open invitation for any women that wanted to join, just have a chat. Yes. Come into the, that's okay. Okay, that's lovely. That's yeah. really good to know as well. So that's um, 
the first Friday of every month, okay? Yeah. Um, and um, so a, a woman phoning through um, explaining her case uh, of, I'm just giving an example. I mean, have you found um, over the years there's been a rise as a, a service yourself? Are you, is it more domestic abuse? Is it more, what's, you know, what's the pattern that you're finding as, as a service that you're offering? What, what kind of women are coming to you? We've got all sorts. Um, it, it's not just the physical abuse, it's the emotional abuse, it's the financial yeah. abuse, it's the sexual abuse. We're getting everything that comes through and that uh, door. Over the years, I mean, I'm, I'm shocked to see that you're, you've lowered the boundaries to 18. So mm. it, obviously the, the age um, range of when people experience this is dropping. So, yeah. you know... Um, yes. Well, statistically, mm. um, one in three women over the age of 16 wow. will have experienced some form of abuse. And one in five children. Wow. Yeah. That's quite high. So again, so um, you look at, so they don't have to be in a marriage, in a relation. well, they could be in a relationship, or they may not be, don't no. know what's going through. But yeah. if they've suffered any form of abuse or um, sexual abuse, mm. you are there to support them as well. Yeah, so it's current or historical. Mm. So any abuse, because sometimes trauma comes on later on. Yes. When they're out of the relationship. Mm. Um, so, it, you know, there's no closed, closed doors on anybody. They yeah. can come in at any time mm. and, you know, they will be guaranteed some support from mm. our services. And it's really key I, I, um, that we highlight that the abuse isn't necessarily physical um, mm. and it's uh, emotional abuse, I think, can be worse yeah. because um, that person is always going to be made to feel inadequate or that they are failing in some form of way. So emotional abuse in some respects, just because you can't see the bruises, mm. is probably having more of an impact on, on a person's yeah. actual well-being. So it's very important that um, that issue gets addressed. And it's quite hard, I think, when a person is in uh, uh, emotional abuse, mm. to actually know that this is emotional abuse. It's quite normal. That's right. It's abnormal to be talked to in this way or mm. it's, you know, not right to have someone say this to you. So I think it's it's a very fine line. Mm. So, I mean, do you have people that have come to you and said that, you know, I'm I'm actually going through this and mm -hmm. is, is it quite easy to identify or is it, has it taken them some time? It, actually, the women sometimes don't realise what they're going through. Mm -hmm. And the psychological um, impact and on their mental health, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, when they're, when they're sitting and they're talking and they're saying, oh, well, I can't sleep at night and I can't eat and I can't switch off. And you're thinking, well, you know, it's all that that's, you know, mm -hmm. the power and control in that relationship has impacted yeah. on them, you know, um, and each each family has its own culture. Yeah. You know, has its own understanding yeah. of, you know, domestic abuse and, you know, where it lies and everything as well. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there is this um, big stereotypical umbrella over, um, uh, you know, only a, a specific sect of people or cultured people um, suffer from domestic violence. But you would disagree with oh, that. Oh, for sure. It goes across the, the spectrum. Uh, yeah. I don't think there is any... Uh, one particular um, culture or religion that mm. necessarily experiences domestic abuse, and we see people from all all um, backgrounds. all backgrounds, yeah. um, and also men. Experience I was just going it to too. say that it's, it's very not just women. Yeah. Mm. I mean, we are all women centred, but um, we but there are men out there who are experiencing it mm. too. In fact, mm. we do um, signpost That's right. a, a couple yeah. of. Um, 
uh, services for men wow. too uh, okay. in Luton and, and Central Bedfordshire. Mm -hmm. But I mean, our role is to educate uh, as well. I yeah. mean, our objective is to educate the women so that they can see that the what what's going on and, and understand it. Yes. Because that's what, as Rafina's just said, they don't always recognise it, and we're teaching them to recognise the signs and mm -hmm. to understand why um, uh, they're going through what they're going through. Is it because of what they've experienced as a child, or mm. possibly, or uh, currently? It, it, you know why um, they are possibly going into relationships? Yes. You know, again, it's a pattern. Yes, yes. they're finding. Yeah. So, yeah, that's true. Um, and so it's important to say that to or let the listeners know that, as you said, you are signposting and offering a support service. So if somebody was to contact you and said, I want to come and stay mm. or how, need somewhere to stay, mm -hmm. how does that work? So what we do is we um, get them to come in mm -hmm. um, and then kind of like um, assess their situation mm -hmm. um, and see what their needs are and everything and then they're what we would do we would actually then contact services that we know mm -hmm. that would be able to give them emergency housing or somewhere that they could say temporary until things um you know get investigated okay. and you know processed and everything as well mm -hmm. so we do have women that are actually in hostels or refuges mm -hmm. um around um that we are supporting as well mm -hmm. um okay yeah um and um What's important is, um, so if somebody was to, I mean, I, I asked the question, uh, do you deal with uh, marriage counselling? Mm. So um, if somebody was having uh, difficulties in their marriage and was trying to find uh, a resolution or something, mm. some guidance in this and was to contact Stepping Stones, mm. how does it work then? So we don't actually um, offer marriage counselling, but what mm. we do do is we know there's a lot of women that want to actually stay in their relationship mm. and work at their marriage mm -hmm. and stuff. So what we do is we get them in and then we signpost them, refer them on to other organisations as well. Yes. I mean, you know, there are groups where um, men can actually access support as well. Okay. One of the groups that is running in Central Bedfordshire and Luton as well is called the Change Programme. Okay. And that's for men to help them to change, you know, their ways or, you know, understand what's happening for them as well. Oh, okay. um, you know, where things went wrong for them. We also have... Um, it's um, Inspiring Families and Inspiring Families is a um, support group where you work with both parents. Mm -hmm. So you work with the male and the female. Okay. And then what you do is they come back into a joint group together mm -hmm. to then work. And it's a, it's group facilitated. Mm -hmm. um, but there is also, um, even with the change program, if, if people find it, especially men find it difficult to um, work in a group, there is one-to-one -one support there as well so they will be allocated a key worker who would be able to then do the same program but mm. on a one-to-one -one basis with uh, that okay. person so it's nice to know that should anyone contact you and you don't specifically offer that service you're never going to close the door to them no, no never so you will always signpost them or put them to in the direction of somebody so you know you're you're not the place to uh, close doors on on, on any women no, seeking for no. Help, no. But, but you know what we know our strengths mm -hmm. uh, and what we provide and um, mm -hmm. and it's it's very successful mm -hmm. <clears throat> and, but if we can't provide it then we'll make yes. sure that we find someone who can provide it for them mm -hmm. we do accompany um, women 
um, to other organisations um, to access. It's like children's centres. What mm-hmm. we do is we we go with them to the children's centre, so mm-hmm. they don't feel it's you know kind of threatening or anything. Yeah. So kind of like breaking down the barriers, yes. you know, to yeah. other support services as well. Okay. And then after that, we would then back off. Okay. Um, when we know there's another professional that's there working with them. That's fantastic. So you're not leaving them on their own at any point. Um, the uh, the question, the key question I had here is um, in situations like this where vulnerable women contact your service, the key thing that runs through everyone's mind is um, safeguarding. Mm. What is going to happen to my information? Where is the privacy? Am I go? You know, have I now just opened a can of worms? You know, I was unsure and I've tried to seek for help, but now I've changed my mind. Yeah, so, how does privacy and protection work within um, Stepping Stones? So we follow the GDPR mm-hmm. policy, mm-hmm. and that is really safeguarding that information that we've got. We also have secure um, systems mm-hmm. that we work with, which are online, uh, accessed with passwords and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if we've got professionals that are contact us um, to verify who they are mm-hmm. what we do is we give them our email address so that they send us a secure email mm-hmm. and then that way we share information okay. um, otherwise there is no way that anybody can access um, the information yeah. and um, in terms of the person themselves contacting you um, I mean sometimes when you say oh you know I, I want I, I need support with this it's not like okay that's it we're going to send x y z around the house or we're going to have the house investigated there's no nothing like that no. happens no, no, we, no we wouldn't enter anybody's home without their consent, consent anyhow mm-hmm. um but also if that's where the abuse is happening mm-hmm. then they're not going to want to welcome you in anyhow for fear yeah. of, um, of, of some form of rep- possible retribution so coming to the center is 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 a safe place for them Mm -hmm. um it's made to be secure and Mm -hmm. and safe and it's not easy for anybody off the street to come to either Mm -hmm. which is really important Mm -hmm. um and they do feel safe and secure when they come into the premises Mm -hmm. we ensure that they do okay that's fine thank you and okay so um how if anyone wanted to contact um uh, stepping stones how do they contact you how what are the platforms that you have available out there for people to reach out to you well we've got the um online um referral system so there's our um website stepping stones um luton.co.uk and they can log on to there and there's support so they just click the icon support and then they would be able to either send us an email and we can get back to them it's got our phone number on there as well so they can actually ring in Mm -hmm. or if they wish to come into our office our offices are open from nine to five from monday to friday and there's always key workers and support workers around um available to talk to somebody if they need to Mm. um other than that we've got the coffee cake and chat yes which they can come into um if they you know and do you have a facebook page or um, yeah we're on facebook um stepping stones luton Mm -hmm. we're on twitter Okay. Um, which is at stepping one okay. stepping stepping stones one okay. I think it is <clears throat> better double check that yeah. um, so I will get all this information I mean yeah. uh, uh, stepping stones Facebook it's just you can just search yeah. oh yes and it's yes. Luton based yes. you'll, yes. Find, you'll find that quite easily I mean happy to give the telephone number out yeah yeah that, yeah, yeah. Um, our telephone number is oh one five eight two four five seven one one four 
Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like me, I still don't know the studio's number. I'm still having to read it off the wall, so that's okay. You can be there forever and you still don't know the number. I'm not very good with numbers. So um, that's uh, people can contact you uh, through that way. And again, there's email addresses on the websites and um, people can you know send information through emails or yeah. ask questions and everything through email. Um, okay, so we as a community, because now knowing that Stepping Stones is a charity-based mm. um, organisation, how um, as a community can we support Stepping Stones? Is right. there any support that we can do or how? Absolutely, yes. Mm. I mean, as I've already said, we, as we've already said, we're a charity. Mm. So we're always looking for support. Mm. Um, we, we do have some funding, uh, naturally, to keep us going, but we're always looking for additional funding. Mm. But um, ultimately, we're looking for people to... Um, uh, raise our profile okay. that's um, what uh, I'm seeking today people uh, a local company or community that will uh, raise the name of Stepping Stones Luton okay. and and that could be in lots of different ways um, it could be through donation mm-hmm. it could be through um, fundraising okay so we have a fundraising page on our website mm-hmm. Um, which gives you some fundraising ideas, mm-hmm. um, and those fun and fundraising could be in, in in lots of different forms. It could you could be doing you could do a coffee morning, mm-hmm. you know, a, a bake sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could do a run or a walk or mm-hmm. a swim or a cycle. Actually, our uh, head of services at the moment is doing a cycle um, to coast to coast cycle. I saw that on the in, website in yeah. France, yeah. and she's doing four hundred and thirty miles in six days. Wow, it's a mammoth mm. task. She's doing really, really well, actually, because uh, we're, we're getting updates every day. Mm. But, it, I mean, it is a really, really long trip. Yeah. But that's to raise funds, and, mm. and that's our head of services. So mm. it'd be great if we can, got, we, we can get people, uh, other people supporting us doing mm. that kind of um, fundraiser, or it doesn't have to be yeah. a cycle to cycle, because <laughs> yeah. that is a coast-to-coast, sorry, cycle. Right? That is a really tough one. Yeah. But... Um, you, there, there are lots of other ideas that you, mm. you can you can do for fundraising, um, and my role is as a fundraiser, so I can support that. If anybody has some ideas, or if anybody wants to talk to me about fundraising, I mm. can maybe do an event. I can um, get involved with that directly, mm-hmm. um, and uh, uh, you know get some ideas together for them. Um, we're also um, looking for sponsorship. Mm-hmm. So if there are companies out there who would like to sponsor Stepping Stones uh, as their charity, one of their charities to mm-hmm. support, that would be fantastic too. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and just really, you know, as I've already said, uh, uh, awareness, uh, uh, you know, just to raise our, raising awareness. our name. Yeah. yeah. So um, so you're, um, I think the um, fundraising activities are really good because um, there'll be probably quite a few people that... Um, uh, Luton is a very giving uh, mm, community. Yes. And um, over the last few weeks, we've had quite a few um, events um, where we've been raising money for charity-based. I mean, last week I had Friends of Bright Eyes and, you know, they've been raising... Um, uh, awareness around Luton and lots and lots of people have done things to raise money for that we had some of their volunteers go and do the three peaks challenge mm, um, wow. so yeah. they they went they um, Ben Nevis I can't remember what the mountains were but yeah. they they did that Snowden, in 24 yeah. Yeah. Ben Nevis, yeah. Yeah. yeah and they did the three mountains in 24 hours and I think um, a fair amount of the volunteers that went actually did do it yes. and um 
some of them were given the task at very short notice. So um, we are a very giving community. So I, I think reaching out to listeners and businesses where they can support something like Stepping Stones and raise money, I don't think it's not possible. That's so, great. Um, That's great. I mean, we have got a few events coming up, which is worth knowing. We, um, uh, we hope to... We plan to be in the mall at the end of uh, November um, with a stall. We um, we have um, a ball coming up um, next year, which is amazing. We've yeah. had it. We've done it a couple of times now. It's <laughs> such fun, and it's it's a, a, a quite a glamorous one. I was just going to say, yeah. classy yeah. our balls. Yeah. I will say, and we have the <laughs> best entertainment, um, and it's a really really good night. Mm. So that's coming up. Um, and uh, we're also, you know, um, just putting out there that there are uh, uh, events that we could either tap into mm-hmm. or be part or, or, you know, you could create on our behalf. Mm. Uh, we've, we've also got a place in the London Marathon wow. next year, which okay. we're very excited about. We've got a runner. So we're really, really key, happy about that. So yeah. support for that would be great, too. And uh, yeah, thank you. So again, so um, if anyone wanted any further information, I will just signpost you to the Facebook page mm-hmm. or the uh, website, which mm-hmm. uh, Rafina, if you wouldn't mind repeating again, is stepping stones, luton.co.uk. Yeah, so don't forget the Luton bit. Yes. I think I, when I Googled, <laughs> I just put stepping stones. So stepping stones, Luton. Yes. yes. Okay. Um, thank you, ladies, um, for that uh invaluable information to all our listeners um we are coming towards the end of the show and there's a few bits that i wanted to get out um uh, to the listeners um uh, tarik has been announcing it this morning um and i'm a bit hesitant about double announcing it but it's national kids take over the kitchen day so yes well it might be a good thing and a bad thing mums maybe it's a chance for us to actually take a back seat and let them cook dinner today or maybe it's not so i'm not quite sure how we'll go with that one but yeah we can let them wild in the kitchen and um we can let them bake something for some of the events that we have running on the weekend. So um, there's two um, events that I wanted to uh, share with the listeners. We've got um, People Power Passion, um, which is the Children's Peace Party. So um, it says, let the children run riot for a day. So I think we're just going to have wild kids over the next few days because we've got <laughs> take the kitchen over today and let them run riot tomorrow. So Monday morning, we're going to be really super eager to let them get into school. But this is held at Wardown Park. Um, it's Saturday 14th of September from 11 till 6pm. Um, there's plenty to do. This is um, uh, actually organised by Luton Council. So there'll be um, face painting, arts and craft, lots of bits for children uh, to get involved in. So um, after a hard week of school, it's probably something quite nice to look forward to. Uh, we also have a Family Fun Day, uh, which is being held at um, St. Peter's, Peter's Church. And that's again Saturday 14th of September, and that's from 11 till 5. So uh, listeners, you are quite support for choice as to what to do over the weekend. We've got two, <laughs> two events happening near enough the same time. 
Um, but this uh, fundraising uh, activity is for uh, raising money for Hazefa, who is a five-year-old that's suffering from a life-threatening condition. Um, and he's now been offered uh, the opportunity to have um, be part of a pioneering treatment. Um, and this is um, can only be done in Poland. So the family are looking uh, to raise money uh, for this and all proceeds uh, raised will go towards this worthy cause. Um, Tarek did announce it this morning and I was so touched by it, but um, St. Peter's Church have very kindly contacted the parents and told them that they don't have to pay for the venue because they think it's such a worthy cause, Mm. so they are doing that. So... um, I was touched by that and I thought I must share that with the listeners because it just goes out to show that um, everyone um, is giving wherever they can. Um, Listeners, we are reaching the end of the show. Um, Ladies, thank you so much for all your help and um, all the information shared. Uh, I hope that the information shared has been of value to um, all our listeners and that something has um, triggered something and uh, if you need to contact um, our team you can contact them through their website or facebook page um as a tradition of the show um i do like to um end the show with something um uh, that the listeners can take as an inspiring uh, inspirational quote um and my quote is um she clothes with strength and dignity and laughs without the fear of the future mm-hmm. juma barak and assalamu alaikum listeners see you next week Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at inspirefmluton.